Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Landscurve. If you do not see us on social media platforms such as this, know that you can always come to Landscurve.com. That's where you're going to see all of the work that we've done over the last 23 years, all of it. It's just not a YouTube talking head or some entity that wants attention and wants to hear himself talk. We've been putting in the work faithfully for hours a day for the last almost quarter of a century. The work speaks for itself. We don't have to say anything more than that. Anyway, I just want to welcome you on in. I just want you to also have a sense of peace, not because we're celebrating this particular holiday coming up on Monday. Hopefully you're not. I don't say that to insult anybody because many people feel strongly about it. And if you are a Christian and say that you celebrating the birthday of Jesus Christ, I'm not going to come against you. I'm not going to knock you. I'm just going to say that you need to look into things because there's a lot going on more than meets the eye. And we're so gullible. And really and truly, we get caught up in this madness every single year. And why do I call it, call it madness? Well, some of the behavior that you indulge in in this particular time is really not conducive to that one that you call the Christ. I mean, let's just talk about it. And you've heard this before. I've heard this growing up. I'm not the author of these words. I might turn it around and regurgitate it a little bit different. But the bottom line is that there's more whoring going on at this time. There's more drunkenness going on at this time. Um. Mm. What can I say? It, it It is what it is. It really is what it is. The greed, the hate, the drunkenness, the decadence, all of the things we indulge in that we're not supposed to be doing, but we do anyway. It's your thing. Do what you want to do. Ah. <laughs> uh but we just don't get it. But there's more to it than that as far as I'm concerned because, like the title says, offering our souls into the clutches of Satan's claws. What does a fat man who could be red like an alcoholic in this photo, but, but what can a fat man do for you? I mean, this fat man in a suit that's supposedly flying around in the sky at the time of Christmas Eve 
which is physically impossible anyway. How can somebody, let's just think about it. How can somebody hit every household? <laughs> Look, can you deliver something to every house in your city? Can you deliver something to every house in your community? Climb down the chimney. Climb down the chimney now, as big as you are. I don't see any chimneys in any residential places that are very huge now, do you? But you get through there, and you're clean as can be. I don't understand it. <laughs> I don't. I really don't. And then where do you put the reindeer? Nobody sees you. We're 24 hours. We've got stores that are 24 hours. And nobody sees you? Nobody knows that you've been doing this? Like, 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 how does that work? I don't understand it. But we believe this thing. And many of you parents work very hard all year round to provide this thing called Christmas, and you don't get the credit for it. You're sitting around here giving the credit to somebody else. Why do you do that? Why? And now your children grow up so-called believing in something else other than you. You give the credit to a fat white man Sometimes we try to be slick and make one of us sit in the mall, no background check, don't even know if this person's a pedophile or not. But we sit our children in their lap. Look at the look on the face of this child. He ain't going for it. And either that's a devil right there that he's sitting on the lap of or he's a part-time cross-dresser with his darkly manicured nails. If you notice, I made sure to put that in there. We don't know what we're dealing with. But it's often been said that most of the holidays we celebrate are occultic and satanic. And I went around looking for some things and most of us know what it is because around these times of the holidays there's always a bloodbath there's always a mass shooting there's always a lot of people dying on mass some type of sacrifice some type of rituals are we blindly celebrate in these joyous occasions let me tell you something every morning that you wake up as a black child a black woman or a black man it's a joyous time in a system that is hell-bent on wiping us off the face of the earth. And some of you Caucasians will say, oh, there he goes again. He was going pretty good, but now he has to bring the race card into it. Well, I can't bring the race card into it. Like Paul Mooney said, you all own the whole deck. So why can't I bring the race card into it? It's a card you play well when it's in your favor. But other than that, Trust me. 
we can't say a damn word. And that permeates through every bit of our existence. But most of us, we don't understand. We just want to go along to get along. And then we assume other people are caught up in this daze, in this altered mind state. Merry Christmas. And you say just to be nice, happy holidays. But wait a second. I just said Merry Christmas. I said have a happy holiday. It's your holiday. Well, you don't celebrate Christmas. Don't you buy your children gifts for Christmas? I secure their life every day. And I teach them how to survive in a system that's hell-bent on wiping them off the face of the earth. No, we don't. That's a waste of time. But it's Jesus Christ's birthday. Now, see, they're going to bring the religious aspect into it. Well, I celebrate my children's birthday all year, all year round. Not just one day. But it's the birthday of Christ. I'm not mocking those who are into that. But for those who are into that, you know exactly where I'm going with this. We blindly follow foolishness. When really those who don't even benefit, or no, 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 I'm slipping. I meant to say benefit, but in the last part of the sentence, those of us who don't benefit are benefiting the ones who don't even believe in what you all claim that you believe in. Okay? You know them, the people that don't like Kanye West, them people that don't like the Palestinians, right? They ain't even into what you're into. But who owns those stores that sell you everything until you're damn near bankrupt? Isn't this something I always wondered as a child? How come these so-called holidays are basically evenly spaced throughout the year? You're gathering up money to go buy something and somebody's putting pressure on you? Kids are innocent. I understand that. But you've trained them to get into this foolishness, and now you want to be mad when they bother you. Mama, what am I going to get for Christmas? I want my grandkids Christmas. I want my Christmas. <laughs> like you said, Brother Head, not in Sons, let me acknowledge everybody. And if in Shaka, Renee Green, Head, not in Sons, yes, we're doing well. Much love to the Dominican Republic. Renee Green, Had Not and Sons, which is like Had Not and Sons just said. I'll put it up on the screen who may not see that in the replay. The man, this is a money-making scam designed to keep you broke, drunk, and docile. Broke, drunk, and docile. Docile and in control. Well, you got to let the children have a little fun. Is your life that sad and hopeless that you got to wait a whole year for one day? And what fun are they having if they're going through torture all through the whole year because you broke, because you spend your damn money that you work hard for, chasing down the illusion of happiness for your children on that day? Because you see, this system is designed to make them feel as though they're missing out on something. You, you have the right to the mind, body, and soul of your children before you have it exposed to the rest of the world. 
Many of you have failed in programming the minds of your children before the world gets to it. Yes, many of you have failed. Many of you have failed miserably. And now this wicked system controls the mind of your children and basically turn them into crackheads for these holidays, putting pressure on you now to not feel as though you're letting them down when you are undergirding them, but they can't see that. So you let the world in on the minds of your children that are going to be eventual adults and follow the pattern of failing. You are supposed to teach your children at a very young age that whatever way you have to say it, I know when I was raising my children, I would do things to them all year round to take off the brunt of that one day. Not that I feel I had to compete with that, but I let them know the sweetness of giving every day. Make them aware. A mortgage is not their responsibility. A car note is not their responsibility. But make them aware that these are things to be paid, that if we don't pay them, we're going to be walking and out on the curb. No, we're not pressuring them to think about a mortgage. No, we don't want to do that. But we have to make them aware. I remember I went to North Country School Camp Treetops in 1974, 1975. Michael Rockefeller was there. Brian Bronfman, a philanthropist who has billions, he was there. Many notable people who went out into the business world were there. I spoke about that before. How did I end up there? A middle-class kid from Richmond Hill slash Jamaica, Queens. Because my father had clients that sent their children there. We couldn't afford it. But they arranged some kind of back-end deal to get me in, legitimately. And so while I was 11 years old in 1974 and 12 years old in 1975, for seven weeks, I went up to this camp. It was, I can't even, it wasn't a camp like you go and drop somebody off in the summertime. This was not only countless acres, but they had a small mountain as part of their camp. They had a barn that had 45 horses. I mean, this place was vast. It was several miles of land, more than several, because we had to walk miles from our lean-to, Google lean-to, was a wooden structure that was open that had canvas over it, and we slept under a net. So I know what the camping is like, but it was permanent structures. And we had to walk about two or three miles to go get something to eat. It's a structure where we ate our meals. And then we had to decide what, to, what we were going to do for the day. Because of this arts and crafts, are you going to go out with this person, look for snakes? Are you, do do you, you have chores? Do you have barn chores? You rotated the chores. They also had their own lake. It wasn't just a small lake either. So what I'm saying is that I had a chance to get around, around the minds of the children who you would pretty much say they were affluent. And I was that little black spot on the sun today. There were about three or four other black males, young men, 
and maybe two young black women that were there. There were two male black counselors, and not for nothing, I'm not getting off the topic, but um, <laughs> those female counselors at night, they sure know how to find, find where those black men were. We snuck around and saw a whole lot of things at nighttime. What I mean to say by bringing this story up is that I got a chance to see how the other thinks in their infancy. And they were much aware of being business-minded. Not just on a shallow level. Well, you know you got to get a savings account and go save your money, which is going to make you just as broke these days. They were speaking about, at that time, stocks and bonds, CDs, real estate benefits. And they weren't like little boys speaking about something they were trying to sound big on. They were seriously debating and speaking about the best type of investments and things that will pay you well if you feed into it from now. I'm not saying because the majority of them were white. That's the reason why they thought that way. We have a lot of ignorant Caucasians in the world. Let's be real. We talk real here on this platform. I'm not trying to insult anybody. I'm just telling the truth. But it was because they came from parents who were business-minded, who most of them were multimillionaires. Money wasn't an issue for them. Money was a game to be played. They weren't seeking out the investments because they had a hungry stomach. They didn't have a hungry stomach because their parents made sure they had everything they needed, but nothing wasted, nothing foolish. Yet we, oftentimes, and not always, are barely scraping by, but brag about having our children in designer clothes. How twisted and how sick is that? So we're setting up our children, that little boy in the middle of the screen, setting them up for failure because we inhaled the wrong smoke from the right crack pipe. The indoctrination that starts from young, blasted with commercials. It's worse now. It used to be around Christmas time, TV was riddled with commercials and things to make you want to buy them, different toys, G.I. Joe, AFX cars, Matchbox cars, Barbie dolls, G.I. Joe with the Kung Fu grip. The intruder is the enemy of G.I. Joe. Oh, I got to get the intruder now so we can have them fight. Used to be back in the day, you had these little soldiers, little green soldiers, about an inch and a half tall, and they had their own little plastic stand under them so they, they can stand upright. And some had guns, and, so, and some children were happy to have that. But now things are off the chain. You got a little kid who's killing the mother for some type of uh, game. I don't know whether it's a, a Sony PlayStation, something you'll, you'll remember. I'm not going to sit here and, and take time to dig this up. But this is the kind of world we live in because they value the trinkets and baubles and rubies forcing you not to be shamed because the other parent bought their children all these toys and put up this big tree and burning up all these lights, running up your electric bill for this stupid-ass foolishness.
offering our souls into the clutches of Satan's claws. You know, Santa Claus is Satan's claws. Of course the cashiers and the business owners are going to smile when they see your dumb black ass come up in there. Of course they're, oh, that's the time they show you the most respect. Because Christmas is a time to increase the bottom line to enhance the overall profit of what they didn't get all year round. Now, we know Black Friday didn't do so good. I wonder why. Are people getting smart or are they just feeling the economy and the inflation and are they broke? You know if you work in the prison system and the jails that you got to watch out around so-called Christmas time because suicides increase around that time. How foolish is sad. I'm not trying to say anything bad about the ones who have taken their life, unfortunately, or the families that have to deal with the pain, but look behind it. Why are you committing suicide? Because if you miss your family, that's one thing. But if you feel that, oh, I should be uh, out there providing gifts for my children, man, then your life is not worth anything more than that. That's the merry-go-round that I got off on a long time ago. I'd rather save the money. Teach your kids that it's a victory, that while all the other parents spend their money on their children for things that break that you don't even want in a couple days, that you save the money. And we're going to watch the money grow. And you know what? I'm still going to do for you, but not in the name of no damn Christmas. There's a religious aspect to it, yes. And if that's what you follow, I'm not trying to disrespect you. You'll wake up eventually. You understand? DCH3. Pastor Lance in the house. And I said, you've been lied to all over this time. The bottom line is they got your money and they don't like you at all. They don't want you to live near them and they just want your money. They want your wife and your woman in the late at night, but they don't want you walking through their neighborhood. (laughs) Don't get me started. (laughs) We need to hear that. You know what? Maybe. I got to come up with them little one-liners. Maybe on, maybe on Christmas Day, uh, uh, Pastor Lance will preach a sermon just like that. <laughs> and I'll go on as long as I can. I'll throw some spicy words and situations in here to wake your mind up. But really and truly, we're losing out. And then we got New Year's. Now, see, we, we had Thanksgiving before. We don't put on some weight. We already had three years worth of food in our gut from the three years prior to that Thanksgiving. Now we really look like we're in a third trimester of pregnancy as men. And so now we got all these substances inside of us, and we're sailing right on into Christmas. And right around, or even before Thanksgiving, we see the Christmas lights up to remind us, to get us hypnotized. You know how hypnotic lights can be. Go on to the local nightclub. We have all these lights flashing around, and you get a drink or two inside of you. And that woman who, on the way in, looked like a bat, <laughs> she start looking good to you because the music is pumping, the liquor is hitting you, and then lights are flashing. you like, mm, she don't look that bad. Come here, bat girl. <laughs> It's the same thing with the whole Christmas thing and a ding 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 ding. All this hypnotic stuff. 
Spend all your money. Be broke by New Year's and ready to commit suicide. Then Valentine's Day comes around. <laughs> you got to buy all this chocolate and all this stuff. Get all romantic. Then you get that phone call in two months. Hello, Lance. Yes. Remember that time we spent on Valentine's Day? Yes. My friend hasn't come around. Now you got more to deal with because by the time Christmas rolls around, you're going to be a daddy and you got a little baby coming around the way with Batgirl. Oh, God, I hope my child don't come out looking like a bat. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy what we have to deal with. You see? And you're right, Kenny Spears. You're right. Let me put this, let me put this up. Let me put this up so we can show people something. Thank you for that. Deuteronomy has been a long time since I said that word. Deuteronomy 1621 says, all in all, whether you put up a Christmas tree or not, the worship should always be about the Lord, nothing else. That's a better start than these heathens out here doing, right? Jeremiah 10, 3, 4, stating, for the practices of the peoples are worthless. They cut a tree out of the forest and a craftsman shapes it with his chisel. They adorn it with silver and gold. Right. But if you're going to have a time of the year that you do all the celebrating, not knowing what occultic and satanic holidays this overlays, so you've given your energy, not only to what you think you've given it to, that you don't even know all of, but you give it to something else. Right? Paper thin, don't even know. Just mindlessly ease on into this. These days, it's been like this for many decades with me in this particular holiday, but just overall, the energy in the money that I put into the money, not what the system does. The system doesn't have any energy. But money, the exchange of money when you go to a job and work, you're giving them your life force for a worthless piece of paper. Your life force. And they're robbing your life force because more and more they're taking more of your life force, giving you the same amount of paper, but it has no power. Inflation. Right? But we don't understand. We're shortchanging ourselves, yet we're trying to keep up with the Joneses and keep up with the commercials and the trends and all, mommy, I want that. Mommy, I want that. You know, I can't send my kid to school without buying them a gift because they're going to say and cry in the middle of the class that they didn't get nothing for Christmas and all the kids are going to laugh at them. What, what a wicked system we're in, really, when you think about it. How we are set up. This, this, is, this is really wrong. And you got grown behind women out here, Valentine's Day. You, you, you didn't buy me nothing for Valentine's Day. But I've been paying your rent all year round. I've been hitting you off. I'm just saying, theoretically, people are in different situations, but this superficial foolishness, I don't even care if it's just Christmas, all of these holidays. And many of us don't even talk to our own mother, don't even talk to our own father, the ones who are responsible for bringing us into this world, onto this planet, taking care of us. But we couldn't take care of ourselves. We didn't know what feces were. We just ate and pushed it out. We could have been left in there stinking, but somebody wiped our backside. Why don't we give praise to that one who wiped our backside? 
when they could have done like other people and left us at the fire station or tossed us in the garbage can or a garbage bag. But we're here, but we don't remember that. We don't want to think of that. The dysfunctional families that we are. I'm not saying everybody, but we all come around or come from some kind of dysfunction. Ain't nobody perfect. There's always family secrets. Why don't we work on those things? Why don't we work on bringing ourselves into a more balanced way of sanity? Not allowing the world to permeate the minds of our children, to turn them into bots, to turn them into NPCs, to turn them into monitoring, monitoring spirits that this satanic world will use them for their purpose and nothing righteous, so you're sending them to hell early on. Send them on the right path to hell, the express lane to hell. They get older and get materialistic. They get old, older and it's just about lust, uh, about one man upmanship, not community. And we wonder why we have no community and just neighborhoods and oftentimes hoods. Sometimes the structures of the homes look nice or rather houses that are not homes. We're not focused on the important things. And this is one big hole in the bottom of our bucket. That's going to drain our life force and drain any future that we have. Because this stuff is not doing anything for us. I don't care if you're a Christian, reject this commercialized Christmas. We can talk about the other things and how that's been twisted. But what does this have to do with any type of religious practice? And what does it have to do with any type of ascension of spirituality? We'll make all this hoopla for one day. And when it comes to so-called Black History Month, whole month, shortest month of the year, they give us the same tired people that they approve of for us to celebrate that won't infuse a mindset of revolution. We won't hear about certain people. We won't hear about reading the books of certain revolutionary authors. But they have to control that so we can remain docile. The same old speeches and the same old foolishness and our children have more enthusiasm for Christmas and this fat Santa that you allow to diss you. Your kid can't sleep the night before. The night before Christmas. <laughs> and all through the house. Ain't that something? And you worked all year to get that. At least remove the covering of this thing called Christmas. Christmas and black folks, come on, y'all. I don't know about nobody else. I'm wrapped in the skin that I'm in from when I was born, and I knew the deal when I was born, and this white man slapped me. Pow! So, uh-oh. It's going to be one of these kind of uh, lifetimes. Maybe the last one wasn't that bad, but this one, I know. I got to be on point. And you're helping to indoctrinate the minds of your children. You talk about your care for the future generation. And you wonder why when you get to be a certain age or maybe you're ailing and maybe you know you're on your way out to transitioning and hopefully a successful ascended transition, not just simply dying, right? Everybody's going to die on the physical level, but how many are going to transition and ascend on the spiritual level? And what is this doing to help your child? And when you know you're on your way out of here, you scared as hell. 
because they're so materialistic and you know you done worked hard all your life, you and your husband or you and your wife, whatever, to get them two or three properties that you have and you live in one and you rent out two. I'm just making this up. And maybe when you have more or have less, but whatever you have, you're scared because you know that what you work for all your life, you got that Christmas mindset that you put in your child's mind. Now they're materialistic and you know they're not going to do right with what you left for them. Not even six months after you're gone, that little child that you allowed the holiday, pagan holiday, Christmas mindset into, already refinanced the properties you left them, already fighting over what you left them. And once they get the money, they ain't going to pay it back, and they go into foreclosure, and everything you worked hard for is gone. I'm not just going to blame Christmas, but you, you have the mind of your children before you let them go out into the world. Just like them little white boys, them little white girls up in Camp Treetops, North Country School. Go on and Google that. You may not see my picture there, but my name is in there somewhere. I went there in 74 and 75. And anybody that was there in 74 and 75, I know them. And I know since I was a little black dot on the sun that day, they'll remember me. And I remember when they reached out to me, maybe had to be 14 years, 15 years ago. They had my name on file, of course, and they found me. And they invited me to a reunion. And I was way down in Florida and working, and I had no interest on going. Let me stand up here. I hate to sit down too long. You know, when you're a corrections officer and a bus driver, you do a lot of sitting down to the point where you didn't want to sit down when you're going to do a number two. But I can't stand up and do that because that would be a mess. But they dug a little deeper. And after the invitation, and I basically in a polite fashion, let them know that I would not be able to make it. And when I reached out to them again, not because I really wanted to, but just for the hell of it, let's see what these people come with. I was blocked. They must have saw my stuff. They said, oh, no, we ain't letting him come up here. Not talking that stuff. He might come up here and do something to all of us. Because, remember, Michael Rockefeller was the son or grandson? I'm not sure. But if he was my age in 74 and 75, he could have been the grandson of Nelson Rockefeller. He had to be the son. I found out later on that they said he was gay and he is gone now from this level. Me and him had a fight. He pushed me out of the way when I was in the mirror trying to brush my teeth over the sink, even though there were more sinks. And I smacked him. And I think back to that day. They must have put me on a list with the Illuminati, y'all, because I've been catching hell ever since. But at least I had a chance to smack a Rockefeller. <laughs> I think I'm paying for it to this day. But yeah, all of our children are going to get attacked by the system. We can't get away from it because we're born into it. But we don't have to absorb the dictates of what the system puts out there for us to keep us blind. The one thing we can do is righteously program. See, the word program gets a little messed up. You know, every animal, insect, every flying creature, every vegetable growing and fruit growing, they have a program. 
in their DNA for the purpose of their life to bring them into their righteous destiny. But we don't feel our brilliant children need righteous programming, especially to protect it against what's coming for them in this world. So we just give them one into Christmas. We, 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 from the time they're born, they know about this thing. Even when they don't realize what it is, all this, all these lights and yeah, it's very attractive. All these pretty lights. Makes you want to just be involved in this thing when you're a child. These toys and the stimulation. Well, that means you failed if they get into that. What do I mean by that? Let me go into a little deeper. This is just my thoughts. Like, to me, right? I'm going to use this example. And maybe I'll use my example. I'll just say it this way. When you're building a home, when you're building a physical house, let's just say that because you're supposed to be the one to breathe the soul into that house to make it a home. That's a given. When you build a house, you just don't look around or let the builder do it. Just, oh, okay, uh, here's a cookie cutter uh, uh, plans in this subdivision. There's one of five. You can pick one through five. Pick the one you want. One being the most inexpensive and five being the one with the most bedrooms and amenities. What if you don't want it that way? No. When I built this place, I put everything that I ever wanted in there. So I don't go out into the world and see what somebody else has and say, boy, I wish I could have had that. Why didn't I build that and incorporate that into what I have? Meaning that in comparing to what I said earlier, how children see the stimulation and the lights and, and they want to be out there. They were, but if they had that at home, I'm not just talking about lights, y'all. But if they were completely full and fed with righteous teaching and stimulation and all the things that children are supposed to absorb at the early ages that stay with them when they're older, because anything that happens to you as a child, whether you know it or not, it stays with you for the rest of your life and it influences you. Well, this is the breeding ground for greatness. Your home, your house, your hut, if you live under a tree or in an alleyway, you got to focus on programming the mind of that child so things like Christmas don't get in their mind to help them become more consumers and people who don't produce, but you want to work hard for somebody else, giving your life force for a piece of paper that means nothing that they can play with the value of. The man, the system cannot play with the value of your life force when you use it for yourself. But we don't know what to do with it, and we give it up too soon. Sisters, you've got to know the power of your wombs. You are producing another human being. And you can program the mind of that human being to be isolated from the wickedness of the world, to cut a straight express line to greatness. Your role is important. You don't give up that power to anybody. You don't give up the minds of those children to the world without programming it first. And you don't give it up to any man who's a damn fool and don't have nothing going on in his head with no plan. When you're a man on a mission and you know what it is that you're going to do and you work hard to making it happen and the woman sees you making it happen, guess what? She gets a little moist. Not because of what she sees hanging between your legs, but because of the mission 
that you have righteously that can secure her and her children. So guess what? She will give it up to you so good. But if you ain't got no goddamn sense in your head, she's got to be a fool to want to procreate with you. So this is why the men must be removed so this Christmas foolishness can go on. To hell with a Santa Claus. What about daddy? A.K.A. and should be my father. That should be the ultimate Santa Claus. We're not saying Santa Claus that he has to go around now and put on this big uh, uh, red costume with the beard. And No. But if we had more righteous men in our communities, I don't see any Santa Claus jumping around in the Jewish community. Oh, oh, oh I can't say Jewish. So the artificial intelligence is going to get, I can't say that word. <laughs> and hell with y'all who I'm not going to stop talking. I know the game of YouTube and there's certain things I ain't going to outright say, but I can say certain things. Then why don't they celebrate Santa Claus? This thing wasn't traditionally our practices. It's a European thing. You see how mixed up we are? And it goes deeper than just the holiday. It goes deep into our subconscious mind and how we're so subservient to allow certain things in our mind to rule us and our kids are going on like cokeheads, like cracking. They don't want to go to school because they will get made fun of. Grown people out here in West Africa. Hey, Daddy, I, I want my Christmas. Can you buy me? What the hell? You? What is Christmas? Why is this thing such an intoxicant? And who made me your Santa Claus? What the hell is going on here? And we're about to get into it again. Now, I got to take a run out of here soon. And when I get down to where I'm getting down, I'll take 10, 15 minutes of some footage walking through Ghana and Accra, Africa. And, of course, you'll see differences in some of the vehicles and some of the places. You'll kind of know that it's not America or the U.K., but guess what? You're going to see the same spirit, the same Christmas trees. <laughs> That's if I go down to the mall. I don't really have to go down to the mall, but I think I'll go down there and just walk around with the camera and then walk up where I got to walk up and get on the out of there. The traffic jams that I had to deal with the other day. And now with Christmas being on Monday and today's Saturday, we got less than 48 hours for that early morning in Christmas. We're out in Africa. We got African kids intoxicated with the European white Santa Claus to want to get up. Ain't no snow no way around, like in that part of the world. I don't see no reindeer. And I see a lot of people who may not have money because we have poverty over here too. Trying to save and program their children the right way. So we ought to change all over the world. It ain't just an American thing. I'm telling you, I'm over here. I live here. I breathe here. I do everything here. And I'm telling you what I see, just like I would tell you what I see in America. It's even worse over here because the desire to submit to something that doesn't look like you, it must be right. If it don't look like us and they're putting it out there, it must be right. You got the Lebanese and the Turkish and the Chinese and, and the Falashas and all these business owners 
selling all of this stuff to the African people who are here who don't even know who they are. They are, they, they are who they are and don't know who they are, and they're in the land of their ancestry and don't know who they are, bowing down to a tree, a graven image, and an image of the conqueror, who he's telling you in the name Santa. No, it's Satan, because nothing good comes out of it. Nothing at all. Santa Claus, Satan's claws, into the clutches, offering our souls. And like I said earlier before, all the crap that goes on, all the creeping that goes on, all the rainbow, anus, playground activity that goes on, Double lives, drunkenness, hate, stealing, coveting what your neighbor has. All of the things are amplified this time of the year. Merry Christmas, y'all. <laughs> the drunkenness. Well, I will go out and celebrate Christmas, and you drive right into a pole or somebody else into your death or killing somebody else because you were irresponsible in the name of Christmas. Jesus Christ's birthday. A lot of us are going to lose our lives with this foolishness that need not be. Teach your children how the world works. Teach them how to preserve themselves. And there's nothing innocent about this because it's something multifaceted. They may think it's just one day and gifts, but it's indoctrinating their mind. And you cannot go along with this because you're killing them. You're leading them up a road that they don't know what's the next step, but they're going to be exploited. And you allowed it. Like I said, you have the minds of your children for several years before it turned out into the school system, which really and truly, you know you need to be homeschooling them, but you need to know how to homeschool your children. You're going out on these jobs. You're paying for daycare. Or a whole lot of money for daycare because you got to go out there and make that money. You and your husband, if it's a couple, single mothers, I take my hat off to you because it's really hard in America if you don't have family. And again, this is the importance of family. But black families are being destroyed through a system that the goal of that system is to destroy them. Gradually, generation by generation, we're being wiped out. Look at us now overall. Those of us in the chat room are listening who have some sense or who will listen in the future after this is up as a video. I'm not talking to you all. We're just kind of sharpening our blade with this because there's more sense in this chat room than anything that I can say. I go back at the shows and I listen and I learn from many of you. But hopefully this chat room and the words that we share go out to bombard the mind of somebody to knock some sense into them. Because otherwise, if left alone to the devices of the system, we're just going to lead them to slaughter, offering our souls into the clutches of Satan's claws. See, Satan's claws don't have nothing to do with Christmas. It just sounds like Santa Claus, which gives you an idea what it's all about. 
But Satan's claws, I don't mean the actual name Satan. Just evil, the devil, Satan, negativity, low vibration. We're just calling it that for the sake of the holiday. That's 24-7. No, that's 25-8. 366 days out of the year. That's how intense it is to destroy our families. See, we're useless tools in the system. All we can do is be consumers. Never going to get reparations. If they hand it out, I'll reach my hand out because they know that we can't let Scurve get it. We know exactly what he's going to do. He's going to make something worthwhile. And the sad part about it is, and I'm going to tell you this, and maybe it's a different topic and I'll talk about it. <laughs> but the day black people get reparations, count on the dollar to crash the next day. Trust and believe. No, 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 give it a week. Give it a week. Give it a week. Why? They want every other race to benefit from it. We get reparations, everybody else is going to be clapping because they know the dumb black fools are going to go out there and buy the latest car, latest luxury car. They get a lump sum, they're not going to think about their living conditions or investments or their children or nothing. They're going to go out there straight. They're going to get that reparations check directly deposited into their bank. And as it's deposited, they sign in papers for the biggest, most expensive Lexus truck, Benz truck, Hell, why not a Bentley? Go into the hood. So all the others that don't look like us who have these businesses will benefit from it, and they know what to do with it. That'll be another Christmas for everybody else. And those anti-Kanye West people, that's going to be their Christmas because they're going to get all of it. We ain't got no sense because now we're going to compete with each other. Just the same way we compete with the other kids when we go to the PTA meeting in school and watch the little kids in there and say, yeah, see, you dress better than them. You got, you got the name brand on you. The name brand. We take our life force and get this money and get the best brand. Just like the slaves on the plantation who are branded and they bragged about their branding because I come from Master Johnson uh, uh, plantation and he got more land and he got more slaves and more cattle and a bigger house than your slave master. Well, that may be true, but, but, but brand, you have been branded, but the branding is not on our limbs on the side of our shoulders our arms or our thighs. The branding is in our mind. Because we feel less than on our own, and we can't even support our own people. We can't even support our own, may I say it, brands. Because it's not a brand that's seared into us. It's us who we are, but we're not proud of who we are. So we take on the traditions of other people and make it our own and run harder with it. Yeah, you know how many people going to be running around in the hood with a, with, with, a, with, a, with, a, with a Santa Claus cap on? That little red cap with the little, you see it right here on the banner. Letting you know what's in their mind. It might be on their head, but it's what's in their head that counts. And if you had some sense in your damn head, you wouldn't put that on your head. Same thing with the weave. Wearing somebody else's DNA. I got to have my, my hair right before, before Christmas, you know, because we're taking pictures and we go to the club. We're going to do a little church service. We're going to praise the Lord and whatnot, and we're going to party straight through the New Year's. With somebody else's DNA on your head, with not a plan for the future of your children, your generation, your grandchildren in your head, mindless consumers. And they love that. The others love that. 
Some of us are going, not me, I'm not seeing us, I'm not seeing men, and some of the men are going to do it too. But some of the men and the women are going to weave in some blonde hair, that ultimate sign of surrender, letting the world know, listen, I'm trying to be you, <laughs> and I'm putting this on. That's, that's the biggest white flag of surrender. And we call ourselves booty. I ain't going to say that no more because you'll know how I talk about booty. Booty is the spoils of war of a defeated people in war. And we call our sisters booty. That's all they can be, huh? That means we're defeated. And Christmas is always at the end of the year. Before we start the new year, it's the final death blow on our finances. You know how many of us are going to go into the negative on our checking accounts? Some of us have such a poverty mindset, the overdraft protection is part of our own budget. You may have $5 in your account. But the poverty mindset will tell you if you have a $500 overage where you can go into that and they'll pay for stuff until it hits that ceiling. Well, y'all think I got $5, but deep down, I got 505 That ain't your money. <laughs> you got to pay it back. See how we're used to lack? And Christmas keeps us there. What if we didn't spend one damn thin dime? On this foolishness. Every year for the last 10 years, if we didn't spend it, what we spend, or oh, oh, put it this way, all of their holidays, buying up firecrackers and fireworks and cherry bombs and, 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 and little things, uh, sparkles and all this stuff, running around celebrating July 4th at a time when we were enslaved and still are in so many ways. Well, they brought in Juneteenth. But even in Juneteenth, the things that they sell, <laughs> it's made by Chinese a lot of time. I remember going to South Carolina, the Geechee land, a couple years ago. And there was an African sister selling African goods. And there was a white man inside the shop. And I kept, didn't want to say nothing. Well, who's that white man up here? All these black folks. Oh, <laughs> she had to offer it up. I didn't ask her. Oh, that's my husband over there. What? And they're selling Chinese goods to black people for their culture? No, not acceptable. So let me go sell some matzo balls to the Jews. They're going to buy it from me? <laughs> they're going to throw me out of there. Happy Hanukkah. <laughs> We're the only fools that let other people take over our culture, sell it back to us. It's a high profit for them while we celebrate somebody else's Holidays. Ain't that sick? I'm sick. Malcolm X movie came out in, in, in was it, 93, 94, right around that time? We had the X hats and the X this. Dang. Letter X said, damn, I'm just a forgotten letter at the end of that damn alphabet. Now you remember me now? And who you think were the majority of the people capitalizing on the X? The unknown. And now we claim to be moving back to the motherland where the majority of the people, <laughs> I hate to say it, I'm radical out here too. I'm probably even looked at more radical out here. I can't even open my mouth. And then you have the pretenders who come out here and want to play African. And guess something? It's like a drag queen ball. You know where they had the men dressed up like women? 
We're dressing up like Africans. But we don't know what it's like to be that to our soul. Because we have the Western mentality. So we brought this thing called Christmas that we can't let go. And the teachers in the schools are indoctrinated indoctrinated to teach the children about this thing. At least celebrate your own traditions. But that's slowly being whitewashed away. The sale of bleaching cream here in the motherland is phenomenal to me. It's worse than America. Big billboards. With a woman's face. The same face now. One side lighter is a line drawn down the middle. And one side real dark. And it had words on it to make it favorable for the lighter side. In other words, to make it unfavorable to be darker. I speak to women out here. I ask them questions that they won't really get on camera to answer. But trust and believe there's a lot of confused individuals out here. I've seen more women out here who bleach their skin to the point of their skin being so damaged that when they got older, the skin looks like dried up leather, like a mask, like that old bent up leather shoe that you, it's so old, the shoe, you don't wear it no more outside. You wear it on the inside of the house and you walk on the back of the heels all smashed down and crumpled looking dirty. <laughs> you know what I mean? You just use them as house slippers now. Go out in the yard, do yard work. That's what their face looks like. Old catcher's mitt. Old baseball catcher's mitt. Because they were sold on that and damaged their skin. And it's not going to go away. Could you imagine the damage to the internal organs? So what I'm saying is that we're offering our souls into the clutches of Satan's claws. It's not just about Christmas. That's to jumpstart the year and the mindset to keep us where we are. Name brand clothes. Lightening up our skin. Going after low vibrational activities because in the name of celebrating, because you pressured all year to come up with the money to pay for this celebration, which is nothing more than degradation, reducing lower vibration of us. But like I said last night in that show I did last night, there's a sweetness to sin. Yeah, yes, it is. That's why we do it. Immediate gratification, like putting a piece of candy in your mouth and tasting all that sugar and flavor. Mm-hmm. But you don't want the vegetables. What you want, what the vegetables can do for you, but you don't want to take the time to eat them. That's why most of us who get a taste of that piece of candy is kids sitting up in the high chair. We talk, You come back in the room, the vegetables are all over the floor. <laughs> they play with the vegetables, but put a whole bunch of candy in front of a kid. He ain't going to throw it down. We don't realize how far off we are. And even if we are messed up, let's do the right thing by our children. Let's do the right thing by them to not set them up into a whole next generation of not just subservience, but financial subservience. Because we've fallen so far behind from these seemingly innocent celebrations which screws our head up and keeps us as consumers. Keep your damn money in your pocket. Don't hand it over to the enemy because he's lied to you that this is a celebration that we must all indulge in. Well, where where are you celebrating this thing at? You go into the bank with my money, getting rich every year. Don't want me to live in your neighborhood. Not that I want to live next to you anyway. Y'all know what I did. I moved away from most people. (laughs) There's a few I still want to get away from. 
because now's the time to really get down to what's important. This is not a joke. We as a people have, have been messed up. We understand that. But it's time to say, oh, wake up. We need unity. No, no. You don't want to run? Run into Satan Claus? Go ahead. If you're that stupid after all this information has been put out there. If you're that stupid, go ahead. But for those who are awakened and know the deal, I can rap with y'all all day long. And we can sharpen our own swords. No matter where we are in the world or where we choose to live on a geographical level, you all don't have to come just to Africa. Some can't. Like I always say, you have special needs children, aging elders in your family that you need to take care of. Fine. But it's about the mind. Where is your head at? When you look at certain dominant cultures that rule in the music industry and rule in the entertainment industry and the real estate and education and politics. You know who I'm talking about. No matter where they are in the world, they are a community. They look at the websites that speak about their general community. They could be one of them way down in Venezuela, one in China, one in Singapore, but they are one in their thinking and their financial coming together. And even though they're on land that, you know, we know, we know, you know, nobody going to come up here in my house and tell me that I got to give up part of my house to somebody I don't know to come and live. Oh, no, I'll invite you in. If you're down with me now, you come and stay as long as you want to. Everybody going to just force their way in. No, it, ain't gonna, it don't work that way. No, 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 no. That's wrong. You'll know what I'm talking about. But we need to think about the future generations because it took time to get here. And it's going to take time for us to evolve and move on. Because the bottom line, if we don't do it for ourselves, ain't nobody else going to do it. Now, I got to make a run. I promise you some random footage walking down the street. I was going to talk into it and do a walk and talk, you know, but I said, nah. Let me do an audio over that, but I'll let you see what I'm seeing. Just random stuff. I'm going to do a whole lot of that. Wherever I go, I'm going to bring the camera again. Just show it. Let you see. But I want you to see the crowds. And if I can get into the mall and do it because they watch you hard. They don't want you recording with a little camera, but they'll not say nothing to you when you got a smartphone. Ain't that something? You videotape with a smartphone, but I have a little tiny something in my hand. Excuse me, brother. You cannot, you cannot record here. What? There's a dude over there with his phone, you know, recording every backside that walks through here. And I'm just doing something in general. And I can't do that. Well, that's the way it is. We know how that goes, you know. But um, just want to let you know that I love you all and that it really means a lot to me to talk to you every single day. It brings me great joy. And I'll always be here as long as our creator, the one who made us, keeps me here. Because this is my hangout. I'm not going to no daggone nightclub and get drunk and stang around it. No, no, no. I woke up this morning with this in my heart. I said, okay, we're going to talk about this. But I do have to go. We're going to do a show later on with Green Wisdom. Oh, you don't want to miss that one. I didn't make the link yet. Rest assured, I'll make it. Okay? Green Wisdom. We're going, we're going to get down later on. I promise you that. Because what she told me she's bringing, 
Trust me. You're not going to really hear. You're not going to hear this stuff anywhere else because it's going to be very what many people would call controversial. Many people in the black community, whether you call yourself FBA or ADOS or indigenous or pan-Africanist, whatever, we're going to shake some things up tonight. And she's been researching and has a lot to say. It's going to make a lot of us feel good. It's going to piss a lot of us off. So anyway, look for that. It's guaranteed tonight. Just going to make out this run. Pick up a few things. Come on back. We're going we're gonna to get down tonight. I promise. All right? I promise you that. I'm wishing, wishing you all the positive energy, focus, and clarity in this system that wants to hijack our minds, our bodies, and our souls for their purpose and the life force for their purpose. And may we utilize our life force for our purposes collectively first. No more giving it away. Giving it away so much to the point that other people feel entitled with our, to have our energy. We can't have ourselves to ourselves. Everybody else can, but as soon as we talk about coming together, it's a problem. Well, you know what? Hell, let it be a problem. I don't give a damn. Because I ain't leaving up out of here without sharing what's in my soul, what I see from all that I experience. And I still need correction, and I'll take it from anybody who can correct me and help to guide me to make me to be a better person to serve my people. That's all it is. So if that's hate, and well, you can say that all you want to. On my side of the fence is love. Because one person's terrorist is another person's freedom fighter. Never forget that. It all depends who you talk to. Much love to you all. Lance Curve out. I will talk to you shortly. Let me get this business taken care of and this footage. And we're going to come back with green wisdom tonight. Thank you so much. Peace.
myself. Actually, today I, I, I got to meet my friend Lance. Yes, I got to meet my friend Lance. This is my first time meeting him in person, and he's a very kind man, seriously. I do talk with him on phone, like on phone or WhatsApp, but I've never got to meet him. But today, he's just extraordinary. He's very, like, anything you want to know about life, anything you want to know about just him on, just like, anything you want to know about life. YouTube, Telegram, Instagram, Twitter, all the social media channels, you got to find him there. He's very inspiring. He's very positive. If you want anything positive about life, please subscribe to Landscape. And then, every day you got to see different videos, different talks, different topics about life. See you.